hey Josh, it's that uh, it's that time of year where Gross. we uh, no what I don't know you it's made that it time weird, of the year dude. it's the time of the year um, yeah not month sorry where we drag out our top one hundred list and mm. I lament the fact that my beloved Shadow of the Colossus is sitting at number three. Mm. Um, it's and, it's climbing to the top, but it hasn't quite made it. And all of the, it, it, I needed to climb to the top and stab Super Mario Brothers 3 in its shiny magic ah. spot. Um, uh, and, and slay that, it. Um, no, <laughs> Until but, you make your own movie about a kid going to California to play Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> when that happens, then starry, maybe. Starry, until then. Starring Fred Savage. <laughs> starring, um, yes. Both the Savage Brothers. Um, <laughs> oh man, that is one Savage movie. Anyways, oh man, uh, but it's it's kind of one of those things where yeah, it's uh, we were hitting June and it's like hey, we haven't we haven't we like to do a mid year refresh. Mm-hmm. But anyways, guys, welcome to the backlog breakdown. Uh, obviously, you stuck around through our really terrible bit. I'm mm-hmm. one of your co-hosts, Nate, alongside my friend and other co-host, Josh. Hey, that's me. I'm Josh. That's Josh. Hi. I'm Nate. You're Nate. This is a terrible bit. We should stop. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Let's just make it awkward. Let's just make it it weird. (laughs) Er. Um, Hey-o. Hey-o. But yeah, uh, so Josh, we have a form that Mm -hmm. sort of encapsulates, you know, sort of everything. uh, That's how we do uh, it. Yeah. Uh, And there's a question. Well, it's not mm-hmm. really a question. It's more of a, it's a statement that I like to, I, I like to make. Um, mm-hmm. And by make, I mean sing. And so I want yeah. you to know, friend, that it's, it's been-, been two weeks since I talked to you. Yeah, sort of. How do you feel about that? Yeah, uh, kind almost. Of, almost. It's a. It's actually. It's, it's been, been a little less than two weeks since I talked to you. There you go. I like it. I like it. Something about a Chinese chicken. Something and Kurosawa films. There you go. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't make films, but if I made films, I'm sure they'd have a samurai. There you go. Good to know. Um, but anyways, uh, I have been doing well. Uh, you know, still, still uh, doing the whole job search thing. So that's fun. Uh, Talk to a few people, which is nice. Got some leads. Um, so that that's coming along Got slower than I would have liked. Leads. <laughs> That's gross. Um, but that's coming along. I do want to uh, share, you know, because a lot of the times we like to just share a story of something that's happened over the past two weeks. And um, what I'd like to share is, is earlier this week, a friend invited our family over. So my kids love the water. They just absolutely, they're mm-hmm. all just little fishes. They love swimming around. And um, we don't have a pool. And so we have a friend who invited Samantha and the kids over to swim. And so uh, the day that they were going to go, it actually ended up getting kind of overcast and started raining here, which is weird because we're in the middle of a heat wave, heat wave, triple digits. Okay. It's a normal Texas summer or normal Austin summer. But anyways, um, so they ended up going over to, to that person's house, but it was raining and their, their pool got all gross. So they weren't able to actually swim. Um, I had to stay home because I, I was, uh, I wanted to do some work on the cars. I needed to, um, change out some spark plugs and ignition coils and it runs so much better. Huh? It was, it was nice. Anyways. Um, so I stayed home for that while they went to go swimming and, and didn't end up going swimming ended up coming back like an hour later. Okay. 
So they said, we'll try again tomorrow after they, you know, shock the pool and clean it and whatever. They invited him back over. So since I didn't have car stuff, I decided, okay, I'll go ahead and go with you. Um, this will be fun. You know, yesterday you were there for like an hour just hanging out with friends. So I figure, you know, pool time, probably like an hour. We stayed there uh, a little over four hours swimming in the pool, again, in triple digit heat. Um, so, so we get there and I put a little bit of sunscreen on my, my bald head and my face. Um, but I figure, yeah, we're going to be here an hour. Like that's not that big of a deal. And so my, all of my shoulders are like very, very, well, I was going to say bright red. It's more of a dark red. Uh, I am half Mexican after all. It, it, it usually takes a lot for me to actually burn. I usually mm. just bronze and then peel, which is gross. Um, mm. but uh, it was it was very red, um, and and I got like crazy sunburnt. And my kids, they've got the the little red uh, from the nose to the cheekbones, where it's red as well. Just because we ended up staying so much longer than we had planned, so we had a lot of fun. Uh, but man, be careful out there! And sun- it's summer, guys. Wear sunscreen. It sounds like you need to invest in uh, some aloe vera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we like have the, some, some lotion the, stuff, but yeah. The big thing. And just <laughs> yeah. like slather yourself. Just, apply, yeah. <laughs> just walk around. Just an entire layer. Just like just a, a thin layer of aloe vera mm. all over your body. Uh, okay. Just sorry. Um, if someone goes to, you know, like pat me on the back and it's like. <laughs> you go to give people a high five. Dripping and it's afterwards. just like, it's just like, you it's just like you watch this like little globs on the hands. Just, yeah, yeah, it's yes. wonderful. <laughs> Make sure you get the green stuff too. Um, mm, that way, yes. like you can have little. It looks like you got slimed. It's coming out of my pores. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, my my uh, Fortnite has been well. How how are how are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing okay. We uh, we did have the court date. Yes. Uh, that sort of went off without a hitch. And nice. so now it's just sort of waiting until like uh, mid-July. Okay. And then we can schedule the, the next hearing. So, yeah. And that one should move. We should be able to get into that one a little quicker. Okay. Um, because we, we apparently there are only like two judges in our county who handle like the family court cases, which gotcha. that technically was a family court case. Okay. And or, anyway, so I don't know. That hurdle has been sort of crossed, and that's uh, awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's been good. Uh, work has been going okay. It's like okay. Uh, we we've got a lot of extra bodies, so it's like when I ask for help, I actually get it now, which is nice. Nice. Um, we also had just a couple of really nice days where it was kind of like it was light enough that I was able to get back in time without sort of like breaking myself in half. Um, that's good (laughs) i'm a fan of uh yeah i'm I'm a fan of that you know just kind of oh snap i gotta i gotta get my car i gotta get my jeep inspected uh we did decide we were gonna sort of trade everything in like both vehicles and i think you know megan and i were talking i think we're just gonna keep the jeep for now um okay get inspected and you know just run it for another year and see Mm -hmm sort of where we're at um so yeah there's cool. that it just kind of yeah it's just been it's not bad not great 
just kind of like, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, so I guess I, I nice. did have uh, last weekend, I did have my very first Father's Day. That's as, right. As, as kind of a dad. Yeah, you did. Um, that was cool. That was cool. Did y'all do anything special? Mm, I mean, Megan got me like a couple of little goodies and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. A tie and some socks. Uh, no, no. <laughs> a uh, joke book. No. <laughs> uh, a pair of New Balances and some cargo mm-hmm. shorts. Yeah. Um, yep. No. Uh, <laughs> no. We we went out and did a, a couple of little things. I can't. Re- we we did go out to eat somewhere, but I can't remember mm. where we went. Like I just to me, I was like, eh, it's like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, yeah. it was like okay, it's like my first Father's Day, like, but yeah, it's a made, made up a, holiday anyway. <laughs> oh, you know what we did? We did do is I did a yeah, it's a made up holiday anyway. So, um, <laughs> no, we did do uh, uh, sa- sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Um, okay, okay, nice. Which is like one of my favorite breakfasts. Okay, um, like that's it's good stuff. You, you do some scrambled eggs. You throw those mm-hmm. on there. The, the gravy over the eggs, maybe some shredded cheese on top. Mm. Yeah. And then you go Good back stuff. to bed. <laughs> uh, I got up and <laughs> got up and made breakfast and uh, had 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 the breakfast and then uh, went to church. Nice. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of I don't know. It's it's cool. It like yeah. it it just it is what it is. Like I don't know. We oh sure. you know what? Man, I keep forgetting things. So <laughs> last weekend, so that that monday was juneteenth mm-hmm. man okay yep. so this this actually does change things so okay. this was actually kind of cool we did a little bit of a day trip okay and that summer camp is about two hours away from the camp that megan and i volunteered at last year mm-hmm. we both had a really good time at that's a couple hours away so we took a day trip okay. we packed b up into the car we went and we sort of hung out opening evening for a couple hours with our friends from camp nice came back and it was that was really cool and uh you know got to sort of just sort of see a lot of the kids coming in and all that stuff and catch up with some of our friends and then uh got to pack it all up and you know well b is good for about an hour and a half and that last half hour he gets a little like okay i'm ready to get out of this car seat yeah for sure and uh not terrible. I mean, also, and he's cutting teeth. So, oh man, like, I, I was rooting around in there today because we've seen him sort of sitting. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how like you can see him sitting in the gum yeah. line. And I was like, yeah. oh, and so Bubbles in there today, I just went, I stuck it, and I was like, I felt them. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's gonna have his little they are. his little his little mouth razors. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's yeah. It's just been kind of, it's good. I mean, not like you know. And getting out to camp was cool. Kind of made me, made me miss that. But yeah, yeah. it's yeah. kind of it's it's one of those things that if like we, you know, not if, but when we become wildly successful, like multi billionaires off right. of our podcasting yeah. endeavors, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I'm going to do with the piles of money is I'm just mm-hmm. going to buy a piece of property. And set up like a facility and just do that kind of stuff. Like just that's like I had so much fun doing it. And I really think there's a, a way. I think even sort of like what 
I want to do with like the how should we then play is like I I really mm-hmm. want to encourage people to recreate well, mm-hmm. and I think that honestly camp like camp experiences like that can be a place where that can happen and people can yeah. learn some of those things maybe. So, anyways, yeah. So, thank you for coming to my TED talk, and um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. So, awesome. but we have we have another form to observe here. Oh, Joshua. we do. That's so, right. And this one actually requires forms. Yes, that's a very nice report there. Yeah. Here's my backlog report. In fact... It's time for the backlog report. Welcome to the backlog report. Backlog report. The backlog report, yes. Um, Okay, so what do I have to report on? So first up here on my report is books. Okay, what have I been what have I been reading? In addition to finishing up the things that I talked about on the last episode, um, I did start and finish. So listen through all of an audiobook. Um, one that I had purchased last year, but then I just ended up getting it from the library again because I'd forgotten that I purchased it. Yay. Way to be mindful. Uh, anyways, it's RC Sproul, A Life by Stephen Nichols. Um, it was just a, a biography of RC Sproul. And, uh, I learned a lot that I did not know about the man. Cause really I had only, you know, like followed him. Uh, from his teaching, you know, I had heard his teaching and then what my wife and I did early on in our marriage, we, we, we went to a Ligonier conference in Florida, which was super cool. It was just, you know, we wanted to take a little mini vacay and, uh, flew to Florida and had a good time there. And it was funny. We, we met, you know, some cool people there. And I remember them all saying like, y'all are from Texas. Like you, you came all the way here for this, uh, kind of a thing. And we were like, yeah, I just figured that's what you do. Um, so anyways, we, we, yeah, big fan of, of Sproul, uh, but man, it was just such a, it's, it's, it's a very uplifting book and, uh, you know, to hear some of the stuff that he was a part of too. I, I didn't realize even just how much has changed in his, in, through his lifetime as well and the stuff that he was involved in. I knew, you know, the whole inerrancy of the Bible, he was big on that Chicago statement. I didn't realize uh, just some of the other battles. You would be more familiar with this, of, of mm-hmm. even within the PCUSA um, that he was originally a part of. Him and Gerstner were a part of, um, and then he went to the the PCA. Um, it's it's just funny because like PCUSA in my mind has always been liberal, and that's not the case. No, um, no. it's just it, it's just because I don't know. You know, I'm too young to know that stuff. So um, getting into that was was pretty cool. Yeah. What are you going to say? You know, I, I think this is the PCA's uh, 50th anniversary. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I did not realize that. That it is, is 2023, cool. correct? Yeah, it this is indeed. Is a, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I was pretty sure. And it's actually this year is my church's. 40 i think like in the next week our church is will be 48 years old wow <laughs> so that's and awesome. fun story is the planting pastor uh dave carlberg was friends with rc okay and also discipled by dr gerstner dang that is awesome <laughs> in our church library we have a painting of dr gerstner <laughs> that is cool <laughs> so Dr. Gerstner is, there are many men that I know and admire and spend time with who knew Dr. Gerstner personally. Mm -hmm. Um, That's awesome. And RC. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So yeah, that that is super cool. That's super Which cool. Which well, bums me out because I wish I would have been there like 15 years ago so I could have yeah. actually. Because apparently <laughs> no, RC would come, like he would come to like there there are people that yeah. Anyways, but yeah yeah yeah. Dave uh-huh. Dave Carlberg, my pastor and RC mm-hmm. were friendly, if not friends. I yeah. believe that they were friends. Um, but I don't want to presume too too much. Wow. Wow. That's so cool. That's so cool. E- even even finding out that the Ligonier Study Center, I think is what it was called, was sort of like a it was sort of a um sort of like what Schaefer was doing where, you know, you'd come and you'd, mm-hmm. you'd uh, live there. Yes, Labrie. Yeah, there you go. Uh, not, li- not and Ligonier's like but... thirty minutes away from like wow. maybe 35, 40 minutes away <laughs> from where I live. I didn't so. realize that. That is so cool. That is so mm-hmm. cool. So anyways, great book um, about a really cool guy. Uh, so yeah, highly yeah. recommended. I mean, you know, if you knew the guy, um, which I did through, again, through his teaching, but it's like now I did, get all the backstory to that. I, I just, I so did Nichols talk about RC's uh, love of uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football? Yes. Oh, early okay. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did well because he also start, He talked about like the steel industry, and then mm. Sproul's love for sports in general. But yeah, mm. yeah, he was apparently a Fan pretty gifted athlete in high school. Right? Yeah. yeah, like multiple sports. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But apparently, it like tore up his knees uh, mm. early on, so he didn't pursue yeah. it too far. Yeah, no, even that, though he that's really cool. Loved all that. Now I want to listen to the book and see all Do the it. things that I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, you you. You'll love it. You'll love it. Um, so that's what I've I've been reading. Um, in terms of let's the I guess like movies, TV stuff that I've been watching. Honestly, not that much. Uh, my wife and I started the uh, the Tiger King show that's on. I think it's Paramount or maybe it's Peacock. I don't know. Regardless, wait, wait, wait. Another one. It's it's a dramatized version, and and so it's like a it's like a TV show. Honestly, though, I'm watching it, and I'm just, and all the animals are CGI, so that that CGI looks bad. Well, uh, it's just yeah. cheesy. Um, but it just makes me want to go watch the Tiger King documentary again because I'm like, this is such an insane story that like the TV feel of it doesn't do it Dude, justice. Well, and that's like, like the thing is like that it was so dramatic. Like the documentary was dramatic so enough. Insane, yeah. So yeah. on paper, it makes sense. Oh, this is so crazy. Let's make a TV show about it. But if you make a TV show about something that's ridiculous in real life, like it's not as ridiculous because TV well, shows are all ridiculous. That, it's, it's, and it's yeah. just like there's a documentary right. already out there yeah. that is ridiculous. Yeah, like exactly. And it just goes further and further into it, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. is insanity. So it makes, it, honestly, it makes me want to go back to and watch the documentary again because, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think we'll continue it. We watched one episode, um, which is not to say that it's bad, just that, like, nah, give me the, the real characters instead of, you know, these these SNL actors doing it. Um, so outside of that, I did watch a movie, another documentary, funny enough, um, that, and this was recommended to me by, by Wesley Ray, the Henshin dad himself. Um, he just, we were talking and just kind of dropped in, uh, he, he mentioned about this documentary on this movie, Galaxy Quest, which is a fantastic movie, holds up, I, I think actually it's better today than it was when I first watched it as a kid. Um, it was my first introduction to Sam Rockwell, which he is a treasure. 
Uh, so many good things about Galaxy Quest. And there's this documentary that was released, I, I want to say just a couple of years ago, called Never Surrender. Um, and it was a good time. It's another, you know, kind of feel good story. But you get to hear how um, the movie, like behind the scenes and in putting together the pieces, because one thing that really stood out to me as, I, as I'm like going through this and, and listening to it is just how great the casting in that movie is and how um, with with different people, the whole movie could have fallen apart. But mm-hmm. it really is the cast that makes that movie. And uh, because there were, there were some director issues, uh, Harold Ramis was supposed to re- direct the movie and then he ended up dropping out. Um, so that probably was that felt the, very the different. Ghostbusters guy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That Harold okay. Ramis. Yeah. Um, which again, sounds good on paper, but it's like what came out was just so good. It's like, anyways, anyways, Dude, that said, it does have just an time. absolutely magical cast. Uh, yes. Tim Allen, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney, yep. Freaking Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. <laughs> yeah. Alan Rickman. Oh, so good. So good. Just a gem. Mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. Oh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Oh, I can't. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But but even um, Rain Wilson is in that, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And, Which he talks about it. originally. His character there was more of him written in the movie, but he was doing a pilot of another show, not The Office, but another one at the time, and wasn't able to fulfill like a lot of the role. Um, on it, so Rain Wilson's biography is really interesting. Okay, listen to okay. The soon king. Dude. He's a weird dude. <laughs> oh, dude, he's super weird. Um, but. Um, well, and he's gotten like kind of like real something lately, but not bad. Okay, like okay. He's he also he's like part of some like weird religious sect. He it feels that way when he talks. It's like you're you're some, but, oh, some dude, weird new no, age. It's, uh, the the ba the body or something like okay. that. I don't know. like look it up sometime when you get him in. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's kind gotcha. of like a blend of like uh, Buddhism and Christianity. It's weird. Oh. Oh, weird. It's real weird. (laughs) That's strange. But anyways, Never Surrender, I would, again, highly recommend it. But if if you've watched Galaxy Quest, if you haven't, then I would highly recommend recommend go watch Galaxy Quest. Justin Long, that's another person who's in it. Oh, yeah. He's a total nerd. Yeah, Um, dude. Justin Long is like one of those dudes, like, I really like him in a lot of his movies. Like, he plays the same thing over and over and over again. Well, yes, for the most part. Uh, he was in a recent uh, horror movie called Barbarian. He plays a total sleazeball in the movie, and hmm. it's really funny. Hmm. Like, just because of how he, like, he's got this kind of redemption arc that he believes he's much better than he is, but he ends up being a sleazeball. Like, just because you can kind of read between the lines and, like, oh, like, no, this dude is a manipulative like jerk. So I just anyway. watched something on Amazon, I think with him called the wave, um, the wave. Okay. I'm not yeah. It's that. kind of sci-fi weird. It's got mm-hmm. some kind of weird stuff. It's a, uh, not something I'd recommend, but you yeah. might want to check it out. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. Barbarian too. Uh, there's, there's some stuff in there. <laughs> I'm, I remember seeing the trailer for barbarian and I was like, okay, also, so I just pulled up the the Joe and Carol, Joe versus Carol. Yes, thing. yeah. It's like, ooh, yeah, wow. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, yeah. If if you, if you want to, cool. I'm not going to continue it. No, I'm, no. I'm, 
I would sooner go back to the documentary. No. So, um, Never Surrender, good stuff. In terms of games, I've really only been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm about 50-ish hours in. Um, I've only completed one of the main temples, uh, but I will say, dude, you're going to love it when you play it. Um, man, The especially especially the boss of the temple was so cool. It was just so cool. So see, and that that was, I mean, when we talked about Breath of the Wild, one of my big complaints mm-hmm. was like no temples, and the boss fights were kind of like they were fine, but they weren't. Mm-hmm. Well, in in the temple, it, it did feel more like uh, one of the divine beasts in in Breath, where it's not like a temple temple. It is you kind of, but you have to traverse into the air in order to get to it, which is it's. Oh, I've, crazy. I've seen the thing where you're dropping, like, uh, spoiler, I've seen, is it the air temple? The or would it, yeah. No, where you're, okay. like, dropping into the whirlwind or whatever. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen that moment, and I was like, yeah. clear me interested. Yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, anyways, I'm really enjoying the game. I don't know how long it's going to be, because, uh, again, I'm already, like, almost 50 hours in. And there's still so much more to do, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's an, it's an adventure. Um, the only other game that I've been playing, and actually I hadn't mentioned this, but I've been playing it off and on for a while. It's Minecraft Dungeons. And I have not mentioned this in terms of the beatdown because my son purchased it. Okay. He's, he's really in, into Minecraft oh. and he asks like, Hey, I want to buy this game. Like he got a book from the library that was on Minecraft dungeons. He's like, this new Minecraft game. I got to get it. Um, so he used his own money. Of course it's on my Xbox account. Um, but he, he paid me the physical money and then I purchased the game. And so we've been playing it on Xbox. He's mostly been playing it. His character is like way leveled higher than, than I am, but we'll play it together as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so we have fun with that, which I understand that it's a Diablo clone. (laughs) So, um never actually played diablo but i've been playing minecraft dungeons um and it's it's a good time and it's 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 not something i've ever played by myself it's only like hey ollie wants like ollie plays it he wants me to play it with him and like totally yeah so i've got my character and all that so i don't consider it you know that it affects my score i I would run it up the flagpole past okay jano the commissioner but honestly he bought it right and you're playing it with him like that's like that's not, I, I don't see any penalties there yeah, like, yeah. to, to and, take. And we have even rolled credits while I've been playing as well. And I'm just like, well, no, like it's not a, it's not my backlog. Like it, I, I don't see that, but yeah, that's, that's a good idea though. I should just, I should just pop that in, in discord, make sure everyone's I, cool I think with that, John, just to, I, yeah, maybe, and I could be wrong here, but John might just tell you to actually take, take a negative for rolling credits. Hmm. Perhaps I don't, if I, you if you want it, like dude, like it's like listen. This is the thing: is that in some ways these rules are completely arbitrary. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's true. But yeah, I just see it as something. If you don't feel good about either. it, don't do it, man. Like, yeah. don't violate your conscience, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that serious. But anyways, um, so that being said, as, and unless I hear otherwise, that's no change in my score. Um, and geez, who knows when I'm actually going to finish up with tears. Um, there, there's a part of me that's like, I want the score to change. So maybe I should play a small game, but I, I also, it's hard to, hard to pull myself away from tears. It's just good. It's Dude, good I, I hear you, man. Um, so, well, as got? far as the, I'll sort of just repeat the order there as mm-hmm. far as 
things I've been reading or listening to as far as books. Uh, nothing nearly as substantive as uh, <laughs> the the RC book, but I have been listening to the Earthborn trilogy by Paul Tassie, and it's okay. yep competent, sort of fun sci-fi. It's not. Sweet. It is better. Uh, like this is a really low bar. But it is better than anything that hack. Um, he is like the bane of my existence, and I cannot remember his Ernest name. Klein. Right? Ernest Klein. Yes, <laughs> it's like I had a mental block where it's like I like my my loathing and rage just <laughs> forced me to forget his. Like I forgot how to speak for a second. Um, but uh, brain was protecting you. Yeah, my brain. But it's better than Ready Player One by Mm -hmm. like it's just a better book um is the the premise as interesting i don't know i it's kind of cool um it's also like a little like i don't know it's a little cliche ish but it's not okay it's fun um well, if, on, if he wants to write another one, just let him know that I was Earthborn as well. Was born. Here. Um, well, the, the general Earth. premise is, dude, it's a. Uh, so the first book actually was pretty good. The second book is kind of leaving me a little. Eh. Gotcha. Um, but I'm really early on in the second book. So the first book was about, um, basically aliens come to Earth. And they attack us. And basically, it's sort of a mutually assured destruction thing. Like, we kind of, like, we basically send them back with their tails between their legs. But the planet is, like, decimated. And, and like, what's left is just, like, uninhabitable kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And there's this sort of, it's basically a guy and a girl end up running into this like alien who later like all sorts of stuff, but it's like sort of about their journey to escape earth and sort of like, um, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, it's, it's decent. It's got some like neat ups and downs. Like the second one kind of has me going like, mm. I don't know where I'm at it with it yet, but it's like, it's not, as punchy as the first one so far. But again, I'm not gotcha. super deep into it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, th- th- it, those books are kind of like tough to listen to because like the world just goes to complete garbage in a handbasket, you mm-hmm. know, because it's a materialist worldview kind of thing. So people yeah. turn to cannibalism and also like it just gets really kind of gross. Um, mm. Not, and he does a good job, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's kind of like, it deals with some difficult themes. Yeah. Yeah. And not in a juvenile way. It's just, anyways, it's fine. So not like Ernest Klein does. Yeah. Like, it's not like Ernest, like it's better than Ernest Klein. It's, yeah. it's good. It's, it's, it's good. Um, Yeah. That's really all I've been, as far as like reading, I sort of like drop yeah. down on that book. Um. And so I've been enjoying that. As far as watching uh, anything, I, 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 I don't like. I, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, I don't watch a ton of TV, and when I do, 
I'm just like, I like to just sort of watch. I like, I don't like episodic TV because like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wait for the next episode. Wait for the next episode. I don't like being on the hook for that. I like to, gotcha. I am more of a binger. It's like, I sort of just like, I want to watch at a reasonable pace, the entire story. Like, and so like, I want to watch yeah. like two or three episodes of a clip. And I sat down the other week and, uh, I really like demon slayer. I think it's kind of like, okay. it's got a really, really impressive style. Um, it's got a pretty decent cast. I, I like it. Um, it's, I mean, it's a shonen. Like it's yeah. like the power of friendship kind of thing. Okay. It is a little dark. Um, mm-hmm. But and it's called Demon Slayer. It so. is called Demon Slayer, and uh, but the the Sword Village or the Swordsmith Village arc just completed not too long ago. So I sat down and I watched okay. all that, and it was is really good. Um, just the animation quality, and again, like the story is kind of like meh. it's maybe a little bit better than standard fare. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was it's a really pretty looking series, and it's got great action sequences. So. Nice. Um, I need to check that one out. I, I don't know if you listen to my bite sized, but there's the the theme song is on Taiko no Tatsujin, and that is a really good song. So, dude, uh, I'm Gorenge. Yeah, it's dude. I'm gonna tell you, man. I really. It takes a lot for me to watch more than like a season of an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that like I've been watching this one and haven't dipped off, like, because I kind of started watching My Hero Academia at the yeah. same time. Okay, and I haven't gone back to My Hero. Like, okay, and it's not that My Hero is bad, mm-hmm. but I was just like, it's kind of like it's like I can watch this or this, and this is the one I chose. Yeah, like, yeah, there can only be one. <laughs> there can only be one. So it's pretty cool. I like Demon Slayer. Uh, it's a pretty Sweet. cool arc. Um. There, this one is a little like fan servicey because it prominently features the the love Hashira. It's there's all sorts of like super weeby nerdy crap that goes into it, but she's gotcha. kind of like there's some moments where she does like do this like there there's some really cool like Sailor Moon like throwback shots <laughs> where I was like you know what I don't hate this like I'm kind of like I I respect it like you know. Um, it was it was amusing, entertaining. Mm-hmm. I I like Demon Slayer a lot. Like I said, I know it's not going to be everybody's bag, but I think it's it's a good time. I think it's fun. Sweet. Um, and as far as games, dude, just like you, I mean, I, obviously, I'm still playing Snap. I haven't picked up any. Like I've been meaning to go back to Destiny Two and sort of work on my battle pass and mm-hmm. some of the the seasonal story content stuff that's that's out. But it's really, um, it's Diablo 4. Diablo 4 came out. Like, I picked it okay, up. Yeah. I had, like, I used birthday money and the last little bit of my tip money to get it. And mm-hmm. I was like, because, like, I knew that this was going to be, like, especially after playing the the beta or whatever, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, they got me. <laughs> and, dude. I do like Diablo. <laughs> I do like killing monsters. And so I got through, I, and I, I think I mentioned it last time, but I was doing this thing where I wanted to get every one of each class up to, to 20. Right. And I got all mine up to, and it's like, I started out with the rogue. I actually just went back to my rogue. Cause it was like, I didn't want to do oh. a necro. Um, cause that's like, that's like probably my go-to class in Diablo. 
Like mm-hmm. they're just they're fun, and it's it's a really fun like necros are really fun in Diablo Four. I didn't want to do sorcerer because again, that's another like good like I always play casters because um, they gotcha. they quickly turn into like glass cannons. Like it's just like they will nuke the entire screen, but if you mess up, like they die. They they're super squishy. Um, yeah. So I went I went with the basically the physical glass cannon, which is the rogue, and uh, it's a mm-hmm. really fun build. Have, I have to stay like moving all the time. It's got like a really just like interesting sequence. It's a great it's a great game. Nice. Like the story's like. It's like one of those things like the story's interesting enough that I'm not completely ignoring it, which is a lot of times like you're playing these games, you're like, I don't care. Like just yeah. give me more loot yeah. and I, I want to kill the big I want to kill bigger and better guys so I can get bigger and better like pieces of uh gear. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it's it's one of those things where it does so many small things right in comparison to like it's okay. not this major step in the sense that it does this sort of this thing that sort of shakes everything like and changes everything but it sort of takes all these little steps and like all these little lessons learned not only from like diablo one two and three but also games like uh path of exile and stuff like that and it takes all these little like cues from everything else and it just makes like what is arguably one of the best like top-down action rpgs of all time like Hmm. it is wow uh, and again, that's where I'm at now. Like I could beat the game and then, but sure. But then too, I've been told like the end game content is huge. The first season mm. is coming out soon. So I'm like, well, we'll see. I mean, but like where I'm at right now, I'm like, no, this game is awesome. It's, it's nice. It's like I'm killing monsters. I'm getting stuff and uh, yeah, it's a good time. But yeah. So nice. that's really, like I said, I've been playing Snap. And just a, a little bit of a disclaimer, like, honestly, I had a week with Snap last week where it's like, it's the closest I've ever come to, like, being ready to quit that game. Like, Ah, it al- you almost snapped. I almost snapped. Um, I, I haven't yet. And it's still like, but it was just like one of those things where it's like, it just felt like every time I was playing, like, the, the algorithm was like, I will not give you the cards that you need. You will get garbage locations. Have fun. And I was like, <laughs> why do I have to fight tooth and nail for everything? But it doesn't matter because yeah. it's a stupid card game and I, I just like <laughs> playing it. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to like, yeah, it's it's kind of like, that's where I'm at. Um, I'm not going to stop playing it because gotcha. it's like, I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of, you know, we, we you mentioned the backlog beatdown. And that's obviously, you know, anybody who's been listening to this podcast for a while knows that that's a year long meta that we run. And I do have, uh, I did play one more thing, which actually prompted me to do another thing. So you said that your score, you haven't really picked up anything. You might potentially, you know, have another negative one to add to your pile since you guys rolled credits on Minecraft Legends. Oh, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe. That's if you feel like taking it. I, yeah. on the other hand, um, you know, I did mention last week that I was given a game, which Voldemort right. sucks. Yep. Um, took me for, away from my nice goose egg, gave me a positive one. But mm-hmm. little did they know that I was actually going to do my own thing. Because um, I played okay. the demo for Final Fantasy sixteen. 
and it is, it was very good. Ah, very very good. Uh, okay. That that demo was unlike the Alone in the Dark demo that I mentioned uh, to you earlier, <laughs> where that yep. was not a very good demo. Um, the Final Fantasy 16 demo is very nice. And after okay. playing it, I pre-ordered Final Fantasy 16. Oh, I don't I, know when I'm going to play that game, <laughs> but I was like, I want that game. But um, it's mine now, so. It's mine now. And it's like, it's one of those things where I was like, I'm going to pick this up at some point in time. I'm going to want to play this at some point in time. So I might as well just do it now. Um, I probably hmm. could have waited and maybe picked it up cheaper, but it's like, yeah, yeah I didn't. So, um, <laughs> so. I am sitting at a positive two. And so okay. that being said, you know, we've sort of established our scoring with them. The, the, you're still sitting at what? Negative five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm at positive two. And speaking of the backlog breakdown, it's time to talk about GG, mm-hmm. the official app of the backlog beatdown, not breakdown. Men, Nate talk pretty someday, not tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So the GG app, right? It's a letterbox style mm-hmm. app for your video game collection. Our buddy Charles Watson has been building this thing out for a few years, uh, and we really like it. The way that we primarily use it is uh, one of the functions. One of the things you can do is you can create custom lists, and so we track our acquisitions and our our different the different games that we beat. Um, Basically, we have I have a list called 2023 uh, Beatdown Acquisitions, or maybe just Acquisitions, and then 2023 Beatdown. Um, mm-hmm. And the games that I beat or complete go into the Beatdown category, the Beatdown list. Acquisitions go into the Acquisitions list. It's pretty simple. Um, the, the only sort of thing is uh, it doesn't demarcate whether I've beaten or completed a game. So I do have to sort of do a little bit okay. of extra bookkeeping, but you can mark games in the app as beaten or completed. Uh, you mm-hmm. can also abandon games and it's, it's sort of a very sort of interesting uh, sort of, he's, he's got a whole lot going on there. And at least for the elite tier, I don't know if this is available for everyone yet, but for the elite members, and you might be asking me, Nate, what? The, what's this elite thing i'll get there i'll get there you know all things in their proper time friend um <laughs> but uh the the basically uh games now either are the the want list has gone away the want uh the want function rather has gone okay. away and now everything is either backlog or it's uh uh wish list so yeah. there used to be a category called want to play that has gone away. Um, and again, I'm not sure if that's in the, the public build yet or the private mm-hmm. build um, or the, the pre build, because like I said, I talked about this elite tier stuff. The app is, is free and you can get it for free, but if you like the app and you want a little bit more, one of the things you can do is you can subscribe to this elite tier model. So for five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year, you can get the elite tier. And that actually gives you more access to Charles. It gives you access to early builds. And so there's all sorts of, well, that's it pretty much. I mean, <laughs> and like it's, it's worth the five bucks. It's worth mm-hmm. 50 bucks a year, in my opinion, um, just because of what he's doing with the features. And we like him and think he should get paid for his, his work. So yeah, check that out, guys. Uh, we, like I said, we really like the app and we think it's worth a, worth a spin. 
another thing that we think is worth checking out and throwing money is uh well it's it's us we have a patreon i don't know if you've been listening to us long enough you know listeners who've been with us for a while they they know this thing they've heard me say this they've heard heard the spiel they've heard the copy before you know um sometimes even when our friends get on here and they they type things in the window and throw me off and i read and i mess up everything similar to what i'm doing right now it's super super fun um but it's us. It's this. Uh, it's this podcast. We have a Patreon, and we want you guys to think of it as a bit of a tip jar. But it's not just a tip jar. Like with the GG app, there are benefits for subscribing to our tip jar Patreon kind of thing. Uh, you get early and uncut access to each and every episode. There's a video feed that accompanies that if that's what you're into, and uh, our patrons you know, in addition to having a little more access to us uh, and a special role in our Discord server. Uh, they also can nominate a game or a topic each year for us to, to cover. And then they can join us on that, that particular episode. Yeah. So, you know, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in doing and, uh, you know, obviously we've never done it before. If somebody gives us like garbage to play, we, we may <laughs> veto that. Um, but for the most part, like, you know, we're, we're pretty much game for anything. So, uh, yeah. you know. There's something to think about, guys. And like I said, this is totally like, this is a total low stakes sort of like push here. You know, it's just for, for the people who have done the rating and reviewing, who have told their friends and family, who have done the sharing and the caring and all that stuff and want to go a little bit above and beyond. That's an option for them. Last but not least, we are alongside our friends, uh, Paul, the artist currently known as the Techno Funk Boy, and Mr. West, the Henshin Dad himself. Um, we are proud members of the Playwell Network. Uh, they Paul has a bunch of actual play podcasts. Um, he's also got some older stuff that he doesn't. It's not active anymore, but I think that you can still find them on different podcast services. The Retro Zoo uh, Super Show, the Retro mm-hmm. Station, he, uh, the Rusty Speeder, uh, Mont Blanc's Adventures, I think, or whatever. He's got a whole bunch of stuff there that he does. Um, He's got a new one coming out called The Thorns of War, which mm-hmm. is a Neverwinter Nights. No, it's a Forgotten Realms podcast. I, 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 Paul, I don't know what series. Dragonlance. Dragonlance. That's what it is. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Josh. Uh, there's too many <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons subsection. Too many things. dungeons in these dragons. There's I mean, too, too many, many dungeons, dragons in these dungeons. Too many dungeons, too many dragons. Too much. Um, this is entirely too many dragons what does this and dungeons. Lance have anything to do with it? And lances now. They're throwing lances in the mix. Like, I'm a simple man. I'm easily confused. Stop it. <laughs> um, but, you know, so we recommend you check out his stuff. You know, in addition to that, Wes, the Henshin Dad himself, obviously has the Henshin Dad podcast, a, a podcast all about tokusatsu. And if you don't know what tokusatsu is, well, uh, it's basically, do you like wrestling? Do you like dudes in rubber suits, like throwing other dudes in rubber suits around in paper mache cities? Uh, well, then there you go, because that's <laughs> pretty much it. Um, not entirely, but mostly. And it's <laughs> awesome. Um he also does Retronym, which is sort of a retro nostalgia video game podcast. It's kind of short form, but occasionally mm-hmm. he does like sort of like weird kind of like not weird, but like one off stuff where he might uh, give you a, a ranking of all sorts of different Pokemons. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I said Pokemons, and, <laughs> you know, because it's it, 
you know what? I'm not going to go. I'm better than this. I'm not <laughs> going to go down this road. Um, let me show you my Pokemon. Uh, anyways, um, but he he does that. Uh, we we love these guys. We love the work that they're doing, and we really want to encourage you guys to check out their stuff. And uh, with that being said, here's a word from one of them. Do you think that this is like a really close up shot of two small crabs, or were those really big crabs? How do you know they're even real? They're imaginary crabs. Jimbleton, please tell me we can go look for imaginary crabs. Can we? How would you look for something that's imaginary? Oh, that's the best thing to look for. War has come to Krim, a war building for centuries as dragons and gods drift into myth and legend. This is the war that will bring an end to it all, or restore what was lost for good. Dragonlance, The Thorns of War, is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Available everywhere in May. Subscribe today. And we're back. We're back. So it's time. It's uh it's it's June. Well, by the time you guys get this, it might be not June. It might be mm, July. Not June. Or if you're listening to this far into the future, it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. When it, you could be listening to this in in just a plethora of different times. Mm-hmm. Um, this but, is for your children's children's children. Uh, wow. So that they know the top 100 games as of Yeesh. June 2023. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, mm, nah. <laughs> nah. All right. That being said, um, we have a top 100 list, and every year we sort of go through and we do some 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 changes. We add some things, mm-hmm. we take some things away, but uh, we like to do a little bit of a mid year refresh here. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you know, Josh. Neither one of us has like anything super major. We we talked mm-hmm. about some of the things that we we'd like to bring to the table here, and um, but yeah, uh, you know. I'll sort of kick us off here, you know, okay. and we both sort of like, we, we talked about the games that we're playing earlier. Um, I'm playing Diablo 4, you're playing Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Both of those are probably going to work their way onto this list in some way, shape, or form. And mm-hmm. we don't have to do that tonight. Um, we might want to wait until like we're finished, but I, I have to be honest, like, you know, where I'm sitting right now, uh, Diablo 4 could very easily, it, not not could, right now, given how things are sent, like, I would just want to do a straight out swap, Diablo 4 for Diablo 3. Okay. okay. Um, that may, like, it That's may huge. be one of those things where as I get through, like, a little bit further in, I'm like, eh, not so much. But gotcha. it's like I said, it's, to me, it is arguably the, the best ARPG. Um, of all time so wow wow there, that's, there's that um that's quite it's a, a lot and it's a game it's it's another game that i haven't finished but i've been meaning to um these are the i i guess like the two bigger changes uh but i was playing ghost of tsushima i like okay. the far cry style, those ubisoft style checkbox open world kind of games mm-hmm. and far cry 3 is on our list here at 59 and honestly i'd like to see ghost sort of just bump far cry 3 
Okay. So those are like my two big ones. Um, you know, and I haven't, Marvel Snap is already on here. I think, yeah. I, like, <laughs> I think honestly, 99 <clears throat> for Marvel Snap is, is a good place. Okay. Um, but then, you know, I did mention unpacking. I really liked unpacking. I don't know. Like, it's mm-hmm. one of those things that, mm-hmm. like, maybe if, like, we end up cutting something, you know, we can sort of squeeze it in towards the bottom somewhere. But I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, as, as I've taken a look at just the games that I've played this past year, honestly, there's not too much that jumps out in terms of, like, oh, this is definitely, you know, one of my favorite games that I've ever played. Um, I, I guess just real quick, I have played through 10 games, or no, actually, that's not true. Actually, only nine, but one of these, uh, I just got the the platinum on uh, the Persona Dancing uh, collection. But uh, Etrian Odyssey 2, which I don't think is a must-play. Mom Hid My Game is not a must-play. Ease, uh, the Oath in Felgana is a really good game, but again, like must-play? No. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I honestly thought I would like it more. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy mm-hmm. it. It was a fun game, um, but it was not the pinnacle of that style of game that I thought it was going to be. So I just, my expectations were a bit too high. Uh, Super Metroid is already on this list. Um, Halo, Halo 2 is on the list. Uh, and then uh, Majora's Mask. But the other two that I'm kind of on the fence about, the first one is Taiko no Tasujin Rhythm Festival. And really, this is more of a personal thing. Um, I just really fell in love with uh, the Taiko mm-hmm. no Tatsujin in general, but I've, I'm finding this love for the rhythm games in general. Um, I, I mentioned on a, I, I believe it was on a bite-sized episode, the, about an arcade that I went to here in town where they had this Japanese uh, rhythm game, which was just super cool. And, and I'm just realizing, wow, this really, you know, there's something about this that I just really enjoy. Um, in addition to that, I played this game with my kids. We've been listening to the music on Spotify, uh, these these Japanese and, and K-pop songs that are on here. So um, and, and I've gotten my, my niece and my nephew into it as well. My older brother was kind of just like, what, what are you doing? Um, what have you as, done? Yeah, <laughs> as he's like finding these games for them to play. Um, so, so this is a special one to me. Um, does it belong on the list? Maybe it, it's, it's going to make, it definitely cracks my top 100 list, okay. but is it like a recommendation to absolutely everyone else? Like, no, not necessarily. Um, but I, I just really enjoy it. So there's that one. And then the other one that sticks out to me is vampire survivors. Mm, um, I, sim- I did play some of that. I haven't mm. like, I played the, I played some of the free version on okay. mobile. Okay. See, the thing with this game is that the well runs deep. So um, there's a lot more to this game than meets the eye. It seems super simple. And in ways it is simple, um, but then it gets much more complex. And the whole time you're playing this game, there's kind of a nod and a wink. It doesn't break the fourth wall, but it is very much like as you're having fun playing the game, it's having fun with you. Um, and, and making kind of in jokes. So it's like, it's a game for gamers. It's not something you start someone out on necessarily. Um, but yeah, there's, there's much more than meets the eye. And so that one, like, there's just something really special about vampire survivors, um, which I understand, you know, through, um, through Paul that now it's spawned this entire, uh, genre, but 
Yeah, yeah. There's something there about that game. Hmm. So th- those are really the only two that stick out to me. Um, if you don't mind, kind of a bit of a segue with Vampire Survivors in in the front of my mind is that as I've I've taken a look at our list, and I do have some other recommendations. You know, we can go through those as well if we'd like to. Um, in terms of moving things around, or 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 even just reconsidering a few other games. But one thing I've I've noticed as I take games to and from the list, or even my own head canon, is that something about this list? It has to do with the way that we weigh and favor games over others. And something I tend to do that I guess I I don't know that we've actually come out and said it here on the podcast. But we don't want a ton of redundancy on this list. And because of that, it makes me favor these smaller games that kind of do something unique and different um, that are very focused and that like that's pretty much all that they do. Um, But it's not, you know, necessarily, you know, Tears of the Kingdom where it's this massive thing. Um, It's more like a small indie project kind of it's easier for those types of games to make it on this list than a game that's that's huge or or even a game that you've seen a hundred iterations of like say a 2d platformer um it's it's more difficult to be on the list because we don't want a ton of 2d platforms on this list well, um, I so think that, too a, another area, sort of like even chaining off or sort of bouncing off that, is like games that have multiples entries into. Yes. Like we, I, I mm-hmm. think we did talk about it maybe last time, or we, I, I feel like we did have a conversation. But even with Zeldas, mm-hmm. like arguably on a top one hundred list, most Zeldas could find their way onto right a top one hundred list. Yeah, yeah, but. We we both sort of I think balked at that, um, especially in the last couple of years. We were like, eh. I think there were more Zeldas on this list, and we ended up cutting, yeah, a, a, at least one or two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I know for a fact the original Zelda Legend of Zelda was on this list, and I think yep. we axed that. And now we've got Tears of the Kingdom is on here, or not Tears, but Breath of the Wild is on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a link to the past and no, no it's Link's link, Awakening. Link, oh, Link's style. Awakening. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Link's Awakening, and then Wind Waker. Uh, Wind Waker. So we have a 3D. Um, mm-hmm. we have a 2D, mm-hmm. and then basically the argument was like that Breath of the Wild is sort of like its own beast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so we, but then. With Final Fantasies, we've got Final Fantasy VI and Final Fantasy IX on here. Yeah, I think also Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics is on here yep. as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, you could make an argument that, I mean, Tactics is sort of its own beast. So okay, right? But they're between Final Fantasy VI and Nine. Like obviously, Six is number four. Um, and that we've we've both talked about that. Like that could swap places with Chrono Trigger depending on what we've played. Like yeah. It might be like, oh, well, I, I kind of like six more than I like Chrono Trigger right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's like we both really like. I really love nine. Nine is probably yeah. like one of my, it's. It is my favorite Final Fantasy, probably. Oh um, wow! 
you know, the more I think about it, like I like, okay. I like, it's like one of those things where I think six does more for the series overall. Mm-hmm. Like six sort of, I think is like the hard turn point, like mm-hmm. four and six sort of inform almost everything else that comes after it. Sure. Nine doesn't have that kind of impact. I just like nine the yeah. most. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. so uh, I just, I've got my window open. I can, I can smell skunk sort of. Oh, wonderful. Like, super, super best. Fun. Um, so th- you have stuff like that. And I, I, we had multiple iterations of Dragon Quest games on here. Yeah. And so there's a ton of stuff like there, there is this thing where it's like, we have to like, you know, we're sort of, we're picking and choosing and sort of cutting and, and kind of, and it's like, honestly, looking at this, we do have some things on here that are kind of like questionable, but even looking at some of those, I'm like, how do, how do we cut this? I mean, obviously right. like, so like I mentioned Far Cry three mm-hmm. and and ghost of tsushima like that is sort of a one-for-one one kind of like i'm taking something from that sort of genre from but yeah like it is mm-hmm. easier for like you know you uh katana zero is like one of those games that we sort of have highlighted as like i think it's a really great game mm-hmm. but is it really sort of because that that's kind of what this is it's like if you only play a hundred games in your life. These are the games that we think you ought to play. Yeah. And some of them it's because of replay value. Some of them it's just because like that, like, you know, Hellblade Senua's sacrifices on here. There's a game you and I sort of talked about. It's like that game is worth one playthrough. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. But that is a really great playthrough. Like, and, and once you've seen, cause once you've seen the trick, the game just serves like, Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Like, but in it the 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 beautiful thing is like the way that like the way that they pull that all off yeah 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 it's that that is something impressive and as something that i think anybody who's who's who wants to take games seriously ought to sort of like wrestle with that game among some some others on here so it's that's not a game that anybody but like you know super mario brothers 3 you know i could there was probably a point in my life where I played through that game like once a year. Okay. Um, nice. So I'm just like some of the stuff, like the, the criteria is just so different for everything all the time. So. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, of course there's going to be a kind of an arbitrariness to all of this because this is our list. Um, and so therefore it's the official, you know, top 100 best games ever. Um, so obviously there, yeah, there's going to be some, some subjectivity to this depending on our tastes as well. Uh, you know, there's tons of classic games that didn't quite make this list. And then a few classic games that I would even argue to me feel a bit high on here as well. Um, so yeah, you're getting our flavor of that. Um, but I also, yeah, just want to be transparent in saying that, Hey, some of these games, it's not that it's not that Katana Zero is better than A Link to the Past, <laughs> you know, which is a weird thing to say because it's like, oh, but that didn't make the well. There are other there are other reasons for that too. We don't want you know certain series or certain types of games to be like dominating over everything because you look at the list and obviously we we both enjoy JRPGs because there are a bunch of them, 
on this list, but yeah. we also didn't want the entire thing just overflowing because with all of them. There is a timeline where this list is nothing but JRPGs. <laughs> like, <laughs> that you, exists. You know, <laughs> that that probably exists in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, you know, how many of these games are like games that were like, well, they're good, but I don't know if I'd play them today. Like, yeah. but they're important because of the way that they informed us. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that's always been like the biggest issue is like the, the criteria. It's like, what is the sort of like, what is like, what does it take? Mm-hmm. And to, to get on to the, the backlog breakdown top 100. And it's like, well, it kind of depends. Yeah. Like there's definitely you have be, to wow me, okay. Yeah. But what does that mean? <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> you know, Silent Hill two mm-hmm. and Senua's Senua Sacrifice they wow us in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Although I would say Senua Hellblade is a much more enjoyable experience. Like a much more yeah. enjoyable might not be the right mm-hmm. word, but it's a much more satisfying gameplay yes. experience. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. Silent Hill, to, Silent Hill Two, it just uh, well, <laughs> but like yeah. you know, and so, so some of the stuff we have, like you know, XCOM, what mm-hmm. XCOM Two is on here. Mm-hmm. Why is that on here? Um, because I think it is the the most brilliant and ruthless, uh, you know, tactics game I've ever played in my life, and it caused me no end of like pain and also <laughs> delight, like. Nice. It's it's a pretty, but the, but like like I said, some of this is on here because of the way it informed us, like Mega Man Two, Super Mario Brothers Three, obviously, like Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Six. Um, there's a whole bunch of like older stuff on here, like uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, um, mm-hmm. Super Mario RPG, Bomberman mm-hmm. Generate Gener- Generation Generation <laughs> Donkey yeah. Kong ninety four. Mm. Um, so good. You know, there's all sorts of like older games on here that, and I think there is kind of a part, like what I would say is I think with a lot of older games too, it's like the, the question is, does it, does it still stand up? Yeah. I mean, and that's not a question that's exclusive to those. Mm -hmm. I just think it's easier to ask in those sort of regards. Yeah. Uh, With, yeah, thinking about kind of unique experiences, kind of being a little more heavily weighted with the list in general. Um, it does. Okay. So, well, we can go a couple different ways with this conversation. There's some recommendations that I have, or at least some things to consider. There are some games that I have questions about. Um, one of which was Hellblade, but you know what? Um, you know, as I think about it, something special about Hellblade is that it really had, it does, it speaks to the medium of video games because Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of the only way that that story could have been told. And so with that being said, I think it, I think it can keep its place. Um, For it's just, now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just a game that, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily want to go back to. Like you said, it's one, it's a one playthrough game. Dude, and, and I think it's going to be really interesting, you know, it's, uh, but the reason I'm interested in Hellblade 2 mm-hmm. uh, is because like, can they, can they do this again in yeah. a way that feels convincing and, mm-hmm. You know, because that that was the thing. It's like Hellblade, whether by design or whatever, is like it's kind of like one of these games that feels very middling until it doesn't. Yeah, and then it's like oh, because like it, it's sort of like everything snaps into place, and you're like, 
I think this might be one of the smartest things I've ever played. <laughs> like, and that's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's the trick mm-hmm. is that they take kind of like this mediocre game and then they recontextualize it for you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, crap. Yeah. And if they can do something like that again, okay. Like, I'm curious. I don't no. think they can. Like, I'll, uh, full disclosure, I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. But I'm still kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. It remains to be seen. I'm not. I mean, I'm. It's not. It's not an innocent till proven guilty thing for me. It's like you need to. I need to hear from from lots of different places that it's a it's a really good game, and to hear why. Uh, because I'm not convinced, oh, dude. That, you know what? What my sort of response is: Day One Game Pass, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a game pass game yeah pre-order it um anyways we uh we'll, we'll yeah whenever that does decide to come out uh mm-hmm. then we'll have that conversation maybe but yeah. until then um or at least for now hellblade makes it through um so i do have some other well i've got a question about a game that i have not played that you really enjoy uh, mm-hmm. but then there are also a number of other games that I'm just uh, kind of throwing out, making some pitches. Does it belong on the list or or where on the list does it belong? Um, so starting off with that first game that I mentioned, I've never played it, but I know you have, and you think very, you, at least at the time, thought very highly of it because of how high it is on the list, mm. is God of War Ragnarok. Now, mm. I'm not saying that it doesn't deserve a spot on the, on the list. I've heard it's a good game. Uh, I've heard it's a great game. Um, I quite enjoyed the first one, which is, again, why it's so high on this list. It's at number 19. Um, But Ragnarok is sitting right under it at 20. Mm -hmm. And I just want to ask, today, do you still think it deserves that high of a spot? Number 20 of the best games of all time. I... I I really do, you know, like because you okay. you kind of asked me about this like before we started recording, and we, mm-hmm. we kind of had a little, and I so I've kind of been like thinking like, kind of back in my head, sort of been like kind of chewing a little bit on it, yeah. And I really do think it does. Um, and I think one of the things you sort of brought up was like well, a lot of people are sort of calling Tears of the Kingdom like basically DLC for Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. One. Uh, anybody who actually makes that sort of like argument or whatever, it's like, dude, get wrecked. Like that's <laughs> that's a bad line of reasoning. You that's a bad take. You should feel bad. Mm-hmm. Um, do do I think that in, in the way that I said it to to you is that Breath of the Wild walked so that Tears of the Kingdom from all and again, this is not coming from somebody who's played it, but you know. Uh, Breath of the Wild walks so that Tears of the Kingdom could attach, affix a rocket to its rear end and shoot itself off into the stratosphere. Um, <laughs> like Breath of the Wild is kind of like looking at Tears of the Kingdom and saying, you were what I was supposed to be um, kind of deal. And I th- so, and, and you even brought up to me because there's like God of War uh you know, 2018 and then, uh, or yeah. And then God of war mm-hmm. Ragnarok. There, there is some overlap. Yeah. The, the one thing that I would gig Ragnarok for is that I just think it's too long. And I really think it right. should have been three games. I think that, hmm. 
the it should have been God of War 2018, God of War Fimble winner, and God of War Ragnarok. Mm. Um, and or whatever they went, wanted to call the middle one. Cause I think like the 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 pacing is a little off. Yeah. But overall, I just thought it was a really it's a really well constructed game. Uh, that it does some things that do sort of spice up the game and sort of make you go, oh, hey, that's really cool. Like they they add some new environments and and fights, and I don't know. I think probably what I said last year and what I would sort of I think maintain is that in a year and and granted last year wasn't like last year was not like this year. Last year, there was a lot of like almost like slim pickings uh, as mm-hmm. when it comes to like those big AAA like sort of experiences. Sure. Um, but I think in a year where you don't have Elden Ring and you do have God of War Ragnarok, God of War Ragnarok is an easy sort of game of the year contender, like if not game of the year. Like, and, and again, it was a contender right. la- you know, last year. So. Mm-hmm. I, it's not to say it's a perfect game, but I think mm-hmm. it's a very strong game, um, yeah. even in spite of its faults. So, yeah. All that being said, yeah, I, I do, th- I do, I, I think it belongs there. At number twenty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, and and I think even part of the reason that I want is because you really do need to have both of them. Why is like, that? I've only played the first one, and I feel um, completely satisfied. And frankly, because of the issues I've heard with pacing, I don't want to play Ragnarok uh, because I don't want to have to pour that much time into a game that's poorly paced. Well, dude, I mean, you could just play the story beats, and you'd be fine. I think yeah. a lot of it is uh, turn it on to like super easy and just play the story mode. Um, <sighs> I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> That's not the way that I play. I mean, uh, unless no, I, unless I, there's certain portions, but yeah, like that, um, that goes against my pride. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess it's sort of one of those things where I was just so there. Like I said, the the pacing really was kind of like disappointing, but yeah. I was so overall just pleased um, mm-hmm. with just the 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 arc for Kratos and where they ended up having him land and everything Mm -hmm. else. Um, and two, I think, you know, and, and I got, I got to talk about it with Logan and Micah over on TRG. And I really think that, um, there's some really like, and, and maybe I don't think it's on a nose, but there's some really, I think masterful storytelling and sort of like the different parallels, um, and different sort of like, takes on obsession and revenge and everything else and and the the dangers and the ways that these things can destroy our lives and i think like mm-hmm. i th- i think it's pretty masterful and i know that maybe that feels like that even in spite of it like it's like one of those things like if it didn't have some of those warts mm-hmm. this game would be like a like i think it would have if it if it didn't have the pacing issues and it didn't have the whatever, it would be lauded as like the the couple of other like little snags. It would be lauded as. I think it would have given Elden Ring a greater run for its money mm-hmm. because the the storytelling when it's there is really really potent, really powerful. Okay, um, it's just that there are some stumbles. 
Okay. So, so now this is just me being curious. When you when you talk about storytelling, um, is there anything about the game that is specific to the video game medium? Because I'm not sure that the first, like the first one, did some things of you know even just like the conversations in the canoes and stuff I, like that, which was think, interesting. But it could have been done in a mini series, in a movie. You know, it's it's yeah, largely an, an action movie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I get where you're coming at, and I had to to think about this for a few minutes. And, well, and I'm uh, and I'm just curious. I'm not saying that's a bad thing if it's not. No, that's, that's fine. I, I don't think it's curious. it's not like Hellblade. Where it's like right, the gameplay right. actually sort of makes the thing stickier mm-hmm. and, and more relevant. Um, it's sort of one of those things where I think because you're sort of the the participating, it's kind of like with like The Last of Us, the argument that I make with The Last of Us a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like the, the potency is the fact that you're an active participant in right. this, this. And that's 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 really kind of potent that's what makes it stick out a little bit more and makes it a little like punchier and stickier um also like the the gameplay is great like there Mm -hmm. there are some quality of life things that obviously there's some like i said there's some hiccups and snags and and junk as well too but it's combat and dude dude flinging that axe just feels awesome (laughs) yeah and then you know like using the blades of chaos and basically scorpion dudes and saying like get over here um mm-hmm. kratos actually did say get over here that'd be awesome it also <laughs> probably like create some copyright problems yeah um yeah but yeah no okay. I, it's like the the more i think about it it's it's just like without its hiccups i think mm-hmm. it could have gone higher um, okay. it's the overall redemption and restoration of what was a pretty, like just miserable and trashy character. And they right. made him so right. Like the, the mm-hmm. entire series made me actually care about the future of that character. Like, yeah. And so like that to me is like that, that um, almost that by itself, like I just did not care about Kratos in God of War one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I thought he was kind of an irredeemable butthead. Yes. Um, and then 2018 came out and I actually gave a crap about him and uh, Ragnarok came out and I was like, oh, like he gets an ending that I feel is very good. Cool. I'm not going to say it's like a happy ending. Mm-hmm. It's not also, it's, it's also, it's, it's an ending that feels warranted. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that in like, I'm not going to spoil anything or <laughs> that I haven't already spoiled. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Okay. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Like that, I said, that, we'll see. You made me think, dude. I, I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> well, I mean, frankly, I didn't have too much to add to, you know, our top 100 list. Cause even the, you know, the, the two that I threw out, I'm not like, I'm not dead set on, they absolutely have to be here, but there's something to be said about, again, something like vampire survivors where it does, this one thing really well and it kind of envelops you because it does because of how deep it goes it it is kind of nodding and winking at you through you, a good portion of you the know game. so you mentioned vampire survivors mm-hmm. and yep. i'm actually looking at a game and you have okay. it you have it highlighted here but 88 oh. we have katana zero 
which is a great game. Mm-hmm. I think you should play it. Yes. But, you know, the thing is, unfortunately, like, I, Katana Zero is like one of those games I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Like, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I want to go back and play it again. Yeah. Um, it's a really, really top shelf game. But I'm kind of like, it's it's one of those things like I'm thinking about impact. Vampire mm-hmm. Survivor is like I feel like put way more of a dent in sort of like the gaming psyche. Sure. Than I think Katana Zero. And I think it like going forward, Vampire Survivors is gonna have like a little bit more legacy and sort of heft. And mm-hmm. yeah. So I think Katana Zero is still a great game. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm not sure that it belongs here anymore mm-hmm. so th- one the only reason that it's highlighted is because i've never played it before like those those are the games that i've never played before you should, you should remedy there. that i i yeah. agree I, right now i'm playing tears of the kingdom so um maybe mm. in six months i can schedule out your katana zero um, <laughs> um th- that said i mean yeah hey th- then i i'll leave that in your court whether or not you want to whether or not you want to switch those out um, but yes, I know you love Katana Zero. I mean, you've, you've talked about it multiple times about Dude, how it it's, ends up being it a puzzle. It is such a cool little sequency, pu- yeah. sequencing, puzzle-solving action thing. Yeah. yeah. That like, no, I'm, I'm like, yeah. But it's like, it is one that, yeah, mm-hmm. potentially. So, so here's one for me. I'll throw this out there and see what you think. And it's funny because I have lauded this game for so long. But as I'm looking at this list, and especially because in March we did our Metroidvania March, um, one that sticks out to me is Rogue Legacy. Okay, mm. I, I really enjoy this game, but I think about what it does and all of the Metroidvanias that have come out. Now, it's a roguelike, but it's a roguelike Metroidvania. And there are other games similar to this that I'm not sure that this one has aged quite as well. I still love it. I still love it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. anything wrong with it, but it does seem to be, uh, the, well, for how high it is on the list at 74, okay? I'm, I, was, I was reading the list from the bottom up, okay? And as you approach 74, at 79 is Bubble Bobble, Celeste, Hyperlight Drifter, Dark Souls, Xenoblade Chronicles, and then Rogue Legacy. Like something there... No. <laughs> when I hit Rogue Legacy, I'm like, again, it's a game that I love. I'm not putting it down, but I'm like, dude, like Dark Souls is lower than this. Hyperlight Drifter is lower. Like, I think there's something, there's something to be said about that. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe swapping it out with another Metroidvania, maybe, maybe lowering it on the list, something like that. That's one that's kind of on the chopping block for me. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, I don't have a major argument. I really like Rogue Le- Legacy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both do. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, and it is a great game with great design, but I think mm-hmm. like it is sort of that Metroidvania roguelike kind of thing. And honestly, I haven't beaten it, but from what I understand, Dead mm-hmm. Cells is sort of a better version of okay. something, something okay. comparable. Nice. And, Dead Cells actually has a Symphony of the Night uh, DLC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. That's right. Um, 
So a couple others that that I noticed as well. And again, this isn't one that you know I, I feel strongly needs to be taken off. Um, and you mentioned earlier about how it has just impact on gaming in general. But at number 65, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, which again just feels very high to me at 65 when you see Persona 3 underneath it. Um, you know, the Shin, Shin Megami Tensei 4. Again, those, those that I just talked about earlier too, Dark Souls, Xenoblade Chronicles, stuff like that. I feel like Animal Crossing should be more in like the 80s, personally. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to object to that. You know, there is one on here that I'm, I'm I just saw too. Okay. Um, 67 Diablo 2. Okay. I prefer Diablo 3. Um, okay. To Diablo 2. And I understand that the Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 are kind of two very different games mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm like, if I'm potentially thinking about like, getting rid of Diablo 3 for Diablo 4. Um, and frankly, I think Diablo 4 is a massive improvement of... Diablo 2 and Diablo 3 are actually kind of two... They're similar and they come from the same DNA, but there's also a lot of differences. And mm-hmm. Diablo 4 is actually sort of a a combination and a culmination of both of them. And I'm like, frankly, that one could go. Um Okay. Diablo two, Diablo two could go. Yeah, because it's like I we have we have the superior. It's it's sort of like the like, well, somebody put on like Mario Kart sixty four at one point in time, and we're mm-hmm. like, I think we just made the argument. It's like we have the much superior version of Mario Kart. Yeah, like let's just we're gonna sort of hijack your no, you know the 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 nomination, and we're just, it's just gonna be Mario Kart uh, eight deluxe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So you would bump three. You would bump three for four, and then two for three. Uh, no, I would saying? just get rid of. Just get two. rid of two. Gotcha. Just open the slot. Okay. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Um, so another game that we played, and I'm sorry to stab you in your back, Paul. Um, but Baldur's Gate Two, we have mm. a 61. Yeah. Which again, I'm not saying remove it, but I'm saying that's pretty high. In in my mind, when you have Dark Souls underneath it, you where know, would you put Dragon it? Quest Eight underneath it? Um, again, I'd 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 go for like eighties somewhere around there. Um, I I I say that I understand its merit. Again, I just I just didn't it I that part of my life when I could have sunk time into it and enjoyed everything that it had has has long gone. So I mean, maybe even like sixty five. Dude, I'm. I mean, like maybe I'm being like way meaner, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at it, and um, I'm looking at '90s. Okay, and I'm like, mm, I'd put it above. I'd put it somewhere in the ballpark of '93, '94, '95. Okay, I think it should go above Silent Hill too because I actually enjoyed my time with Baldur's Gate. Yeah, um, I did not re- like, and again, it's just like it's. Silent Hill is a game where I'm like, everybody should play it, but you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Baldur's Gate, it's kind of like, well, you, you might have a good time and you should probably play this. Yeah. It's funny. Well, then then we can give it a nice 
I mean, if it's going to be in that area, then we can we can pop it under Hellblade at ninety four. Uh, that, that way, still it's above it's above Silent Hill two. It's above Stanley Parable, which is another game that I really enjoy. Um, I think it does. No, it's cool it's ninety three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Ninety three. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, let's see a couple questions that I have. These are just games. Again, I don't want to get rid of them. I think they're great games, but I'm just wondering if they're too high. Um, as, and this is, as we get to the top of list at number 35, we have castle crashers. Do you think Mm. that's, that deserves to be at 35 above wind waker above control above breath of the wild, but I know you're not the biggest fan above journey above RE2 remake. Mm. Hmm. I've heard it's a great I, game. I, I haven't played it. I do it, but, love um, Cas- like Castle yeah. Crashers is like one of those things where it is the culmination of the the four you know the the multiplayer co-op beat 'em up mm-hmm. brawler kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, like it this mm, I don't know. Do you want to put it over with uh, Rocket League and Overwatch where we have, you know, in those 50s in those that multiplayer kind of range? Yeah, that actually feels like a really good spot. Like, cool. Yeah. So then yeah. that'll be that'll be what fifty? I think. Uh, like I'd that. actually just throw it right underneath Rocket League, so it would become the new fifty-two. Okay, new fifty-two. Haha. <laughs> um, but it's actually good. So uh, that sounds good. Um, actually, that's fifty-one because of removing where it was. But anyways, oh, yeah, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Uh, so two more, two more. As we get higher up on the list, again, it's just a question mark of does this deserve to be so high? That's all. The first one is, sorry, Micah, it's Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Does it really deserve place twenty-four? That's my question. Um, mm. It's a good game. It's a fun game. I think it it has not aged great but it's still fun but is it 24 material i don't know man i mean it's not for me it's not for me either like but it's it's one of those things where it's like you kind of can't deny the impact that Mm -hmm. like you you know what i'm saying like i think maybe maybe we've said it um i think when I slash we get around to playing Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, like I'd lo- like the the thing is, Kojima is such an auteur that mm-hmm. like yeah, it's like even when his stuff isn't for me, I can just mm-hmm. recognize like the skill and the craft behind it, mm-hmm. and like kind of appreciate the mind behind it. Um, Metal Gear Solid has aged like uh, like a dirty diaper, in my opinion. <laughs> Jeez, um, that doesn't just eight like well, what? dude. I just I hate that era of games. Like, I mean, yeah. we we've talked about like that that early three D polygonal stuff mm-hmm. kind of makes me a little crazy. And so I would just say like, as much as it's sort of like I'm loath to, I just leave it alone. Okay. Leave it alone. Like okay. I just, it's one that just feels like it feels like Kojima. Kojima and his influence, it feels like we need to have one of those games on here mm-hmm. and it needs to be high. Okay. And it's like, that's, is that a weird metric? Yes. <laughs> is it, but I think like overall, just like the impact that Kojima has on gaming, mm-hmm. like 
he kind of comes in and he's like, Hey, watch me like basically make this weird game about delivering parcels and everybody plays it. And it's like, this is the most amazing thing. Like, like in a way he made a video game that made people care about mail. Um, mm-hmm. like, which is weird, but I don't know, dude. It's, it's just like, yeah, I think that's, that's one where it's like, I don't have a great reason. This is more of just like a gut thing where I'm like, yeah. nah, I think it just yeah. needs to stay there. Okay. Okay. Then I won't fight you too hard on it, but just know in the future I may push harder. We we um, can revisit this and we can that's come back and sort of like take cracks at it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then the last one that I have is just a few places above that is, and you mentioned this game earlier, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm. I think this is a great game, but is it top 25 of all time? Great. Not to me. Mm. but it is a really good game. Yeah. I That's think it's like, say. I think the the it's when we talk about games, they're just like almost endlessly replayable. Like mm-hmm. punch out is that way for me or was that way. Like I haven't played it in years. And so mm-hmm. I probably would super suck at it. Well, sure. Cause I wasn't great to begin with. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, but yeah, I think there's merit to saying that like, it does not need to be at 22. Uh, okay. I just don't know where it would go. Right. So. Right. Yeah. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying like it needs to be, I'm not saying it's 80s material, but even down, you know, 10, 20 places, something like that. Um, so that it's still in the upper half. But yeah, 22 um, just feels real high to me. Yeah, that's, that's feels all. real high. Um, wow. We, I'm surprised we agree on this. <laughs> I no. thought, thought I was going to have to fight you a bit more. I'm I I'm tired and I'm feeling <laughs> just rolling over. Uh, you <laughs> know what? Up. Mega Man Two is on the list at forty four. It is. Um, you want to just swap those? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, that's exciting. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of spicy. Exactly. That's the kind of uh, podcast material that you tune in <laughs> for. <laughs> Updating spreadsheets. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that feels good because Link's Awakening is right there, which again, I'd put Link's Awakening higher, but but you know what? Mega Man 2 deserves it. And at 22, Mega Man 2, how I mean, how can you get any better than that? That's perfect. That's, well, those were all the, the recommendations, changes that I had to throw mm-hmm. out there. Did you have any other, um, you know, anything that you wanted to switch uh, around, change? So like something is like, and I, I love destiny Two. I'm looking mm-hmm. at it at 54 and I don't think we need to move it, but I de- definitely think that like the more I play of it, the more I'm like, we need to have a conversation about that game because. Okay. Like you're saying it's too low. Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying it might need to go down. I love okay. it. Okay. And I don't want it to. Um, but the more I play it, the more I'm kind of like, dude, like, there's just a lot of like decisions that have been made recently. And because mm. it is sort of a, a games as a service kind of thing, yeah. where it's like the, the story, like I, I listened to a four hour lore video so that I could understand okay. the story of what was yeah. going on with destiny. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I, for whatever reason, am invested in this stupid game. I need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like recently there have been decisions made that have kind of made me go like, Mm, I don't know if I'm going to 
like I'm going to I'm going to see where they land this plane cuz mm-hmm. the the thing is like they are at the end of a sort of a creative cycle for this and it's like I'm interested in sort of what they do with their ne- like we're approaching the final shape which is like the the closing chapters of Destiny 2 okay so we'll see we'll see yeah so that's cool. just like something where I'm kind of like looking at it and going like, eh. yeah, yeah, um, interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's such an odd thing for for a games as a service thing. I mean, like you know, the, the other one that jumps out uh, along those same lines is Overwatch. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's the memory of that game is very good. Overwatch, um, and and that's the thing is like sad. It's just freaking shameful what Blizzard right. has done to that game. Mm-hmm. Overwatch, like it, it, they really, I think, like Overwatch Two, from what I understand, has basically like burn up, destroyed any goodwill yeah. that like Overwatch had. Yeah, which is, and it's just a shame because Overwatch was just, it was such a great game. I'd heard it, nothing but good things about it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I so. I hate competitive shooters. Okay. <laughs> I played a mess of Overwatch. Okay. It's like the fact that you have a game that is so like charming and well-designed and sort of engaging mm-hmm. and you can get a guy who actively hates that entire gameplay loop <laughs> and he's like, nope, I'm in. Like that says something. Yeah, and then for you guys for sure. to basically poop all over that because you're idiots. <laughs> Like, I mean, now granted, Blizzard did make, like, also one of my favorite games. So. <laughs> yeah. You idiots. <laughs> you dummies. But, um, um, so there, the, um, the, the, another game that's jumping out at me that I, I'm not, I don't even say we should make any changes now. Um, I will say this simply in foreshadowing of some other stuff. I want to do a bite, another bite size at, on this. Mm. Uh, is that I think the Nonary games need to be bumped up. I need to play them, but mm-hmm. I yeah. don't like. I need to. Well, I need to finish them. I started playing them, and I never. Okay, I started playing the first one, and I yeah. never got done with it. Yeah, and it's like that's definitely that's definitely on my list. But yeah. those games do something very unique um, and very surprising, and something that can only be done through the medium of video games. So yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to that. Um okay, and what I'll just say is like you you pitch a number to me and I'll tell you if I think that's too high. Oh man, I I wasn't even prepared to to do that, but I would say I'm I'm taking a look at around these other ones what we've got. See, oh but that same area is real hot around 75. I feel like is are, are some really good games. See, that was the, I think last time we 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 sort of tried to do something like this too. That was what we were running into mm-hmm. is that it felt like the seventies became very contested territory. Yeah. Whereas like, we're just like, Hey, there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to kind of go in around here. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah. Yeah. So I would pitch it at 77 under Hyperlight drifter above Celeste. Yeah, I'm cool with that because I didn't like Celeste all that much. <laughs> I quit that game because. Well, you know what? Then let's just stupid. switch it. Well, let's switch it with Celeste. Okay, let's do that. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Celeste will be bumped down to to eighty six. 
because I I do enjoy that game quite a bit. Um, but it's also it's also become kind of this weird thing. I mean, anyways, it's not a big deal. Not to get all political, okay? Um, but even the the main character in that the the creator has said some stuff about it and stuff that they've kind of crammed in there. It's just like, mm. oh, really, really, like this oh, can't just be a generic, Celeste. like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this can't just be a story about someone overcoming their fear of things. It has to be. Well, dude, that's that's comparable to like sort of a lot of the the narrative surrounding uh, Spider Ghost Spider in uh, across the multiverse. Was there, across the was there something there that I well, missed? we can I mean, talk about it in the bro yeah, hang, but yeah, cool. basically there there's a lot of co-opting. Oh, that's right. Line. No, yeah, I I have heard that, but that's been from fans. That hasn't been from the creators, right? I've heard yeah. it's only been from fans. Yeah, right. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, who knows? It is June. Uh, anyways, yeah, all that's gonna get cut June. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, I think this has been fun, you know, yeah. just doing a little bit of revisions here, but yeah. I think also, uh, you know, coming back after months and then reevaluating it, I, it's good for me to, to kind of take another critical look at these games and also at the criteria that I'm using and why, because it's also the criteria that I'm using for these games is also criteria of, like you said, what games ought people who are interested in games to play and why and what can this medium do is really kind of another way as I'm getting older. Those are kind of the experiencing experiences that I'm gravitating towards. Um, you know, while also tapping along to Taiko no Tatsujin Japanese songs. So yeah. Well, you know. and it's, yeah, there's just, you play different types of games for different reasons. And yeah. so there's not in a lot of ways. There isn't like a universal standard to be applied. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it, and, and I think even sort of like, I didn't really care for Celeste. Mm-hmm. You loved it. I played mm-hmm. enough of it to know that it kind of wasn't for me. Yeah. And, but it's, it belongs on this list and I can, yeah, it's, it's an interesting exercise. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, before we head out for the evening, now that we've taken a look at, or the morning, I guess, now that we've taken a look at our top 100, uh, we do have just a few uh, short forms to fill out uh, by mm-hmm. the end of the episode because I forgot last time because, man, that gnar, uh, he, was, he was getting on me. So um, before- he's, a, he's a jerk. <laughs> I, I enjoyed my time. Uh, he could just be, he could be a little abrasive. I'll put it that way. Um, but before we sign out, the, the first form that we want to observe is just a shout out to the people in our uh, community, the people who interact with us, um, whether a little or a lot, it means a lot to us. And mm-hmm. the shout out that I had, uh, and this was actually, again, supposed to be last episode, so so this is not timely at all. Um, is for Wes. This is, you know, like the third time we've mentioned him on this podcast, is that he had another daughter with, that was born into the world. And so, congratulations, sir, on your fourth child. Yeah, being being born. That was yeah, welcome, just super little cool. baby, little yeah. baby Ray. Yeah, and thanks for sharing that with us as yeah. well. You know that that whole um, experience. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, super cool. 
Yeah, it, this is not nearly as sort of impressive or whatever or <laughs> momentous, but we recently had somebody join the server and we mm-hmm. don't get a ton of new additions, but Jimicus, welcome. Welcome, Jimicus. Have yeah. no idea if you're listening to the podcast or not, but welcome. Konnichiwa. Because he yeah. lives in Japan. Yeah, that's kind of so, wild. Kind of wild. It's kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, so awesome. Um, last form to be observed before we head out for the evening is an update on our personal challenges. Yay, our favorite part of the podcast <laughs> because we get to tell you about how much, uh, how how bad we stink Fart at things. <laughs> noises. <laughs> um, so uh, last time we talked about challenges, I wanted to pair back on the entertainment that I was I was getting into. And in some ways, I have done that. In some ways, um, I, I would say it's made me a bit more mindful. So, so that has been okay. It's, it's been a little bit. Um, I have actually recently been moving. Actually, since listening to the RC Sproul book, I've been moving some of that entertainment stuff into more of the stuff that I have in my learning library through Ligonier Ministries because I own a ton mm. of like digital content that mm. I haven't gone through. Um, and so, so that as opposed to YouTube videos has been has been nice. And it does make me more mindful like when I turn on YouTube videos of like, okay, do I really want to hear this? You know, like like is this really what I want to spend my time paying yeah. attention to? Yeah, um so 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 it has been a good exercise even if it's not as impactful as I wanted it to be. Does that make sense? So, mm-hmm. um so th- yeah, that that's my update in terms of over the next uh you know couple of weeks till we till we talk again is i want to have a stricter time limit with using this little phone device here um mm. and i want to set a limit to my screen time every day to be at 2 hours or less um now i also have a tablet and that's primarily what i watch youtube on so it's not like it's it's kind of cheating it's mm-hmm. not, you know, some of the things that people use their phones for, I don't typically use it for. Um, but I know that I can, yeah, I can just, I can doom scroll like everyone else can. And I don't want that. So phone time, I want to pare down to two hours a day. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, I can't remember exactly what I said last time when we, like, you know, okay. I should probably just go back and listen mm-hmm. to the end of our previous episodes. But I imagine <laughs> it was probably something to do with memorization or journaling, mm-hmm. which are still things that I want to sort of hit a little mm-hmm. harder. Um, something, though, that sort of within the last couple of weeks, I've sort of been challenged to think about. And I might, it might have actually come up, you know, like two or three episodes ago. I had a conversation mm-hmm. with Parker just talking about... um like creating some healthier routines and rhythms um, for me um, so that I could sort of hopefully be a little more productive. And mm-hmm. I I want to get to that because like I sucked. I didn't really journal the way that I wanted to. And I, a lot, but it, a lot of it is like sort of like just creating like healthier, more consistent routines. Like, you know, just every night laying out my clothes for work for the next day. Yeah. Make it like running the dishwasher before I go to bed, prepping the coffee pot, checking, like doing litter, you know, stuff like that. It's like mm-hmm. having like a little checklist at night and sort of like, okay, yeah, nine o'clock when I'm starting to get ready for bed, make sure all this stuff is done and then go to bed. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Versus just like letting things pile up and sort of, so there's that like getting up on my days off and, or, and sort of what, how do I handle those just getting up on. And so it's, it's about sort of developing like these like sustainable routines and saying like, okay, in the morning, this is what we're going to do. Like these, we're going to bang out these five things and then go to work, you know, Mm -hmm. at night, this is what we're going to do. We're going to bang out these five or six things, go to bed. And it's all in an attempt to sort of just foster a little bit more order in my life. Cause it's, it's just like, I need some of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, sounds good, dude. Yeah. I dig it. And if you guys want to share, uh, you, you know, even if it's just a frustration with our current top 100 list, we'd love to hear that. Uh, well, sort of, I mean, I'd like to hear it sort of, I mean, I'd like to have we'll, a conversation. We'll hear it Let's do that. and we might talk about it, but, mm-hmm. uh, it's our list. Yeah. But if, if you want to laud our list and, and let us know how great all these games are, that, that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against that. Uh, there are tons of ways you can get a hold of us. Our email address is thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. On Twitter, our handle is at bbdowncast. On Instagram, it's instagram.com slash thebacklogbreakdown. On Facebook, our group is the hashtag backlogbookclub. We also have a Discord link for that is in the show notes. And then if you want to get a little, little bit more personal on the internet, I generally go by Broccolope. And Nate goes by... Nate underscore McKeever. Yeah, you do. Good one. I like it. Yeah. I'm I'm fond of it myself. But <laughs> it has been a night, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think like the last couple of times we we really do need to get some of this under control. Like <laughs> um, Yeah. But yeah, it's been a night. We uh we have talked probably way more than I think either one of us anticipated. Mm-hmm. Although it's not our longest. It's not. No but it's not our shortest either. (laughs) But that being said, I, we've done the things we, we have filled out all our forms. It's Mm -hmm. time to call it a night, buddy. So until next time, you know, what should they do? Guys, keep eating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Cool, 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 Beans. cool. Beans. 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 <laughs> 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 so dumb.